0: it mean to project and how do you stop doing it? I'm Dr. Tracy Marks, a psychiatrist, and I make mental health education videos. Today's topic is based on a viewer question, and here's the question. I know I project a lot with my spouse. I attribute this to my very low self-esteem, which he made worse by body shaming me with comments such as, she let herself go, as in I gained weight. My question is, How do I stop projecting my insecurities when he has made direct comments about my physical appearance? Thank you for this question. First of all, what is projection? Projection is a psychological defense mechanism where you have feelings and emotions that are unacceptable to you, and instead of owning it, you attribute it to someone else. Here's an example. Let's expand on the viewer's question. I'll call her Tina, and I'm making this all up. Tina has always lived in the shadow of her sister who was prettier, smarter, and more successful. Tina married her college sweetheart right after college and immediately became a stay-at-home wife and then a mom. Tina feels like her life is always about soccer games and homework. So this is the backdrop here. So she and her husband are watching television and her sister is on the news because she just got promoted to CFO of a tech company. Tina's husband says, Wow, your sister is amazing. Tina feels hurt by the statement and says, I bet you regret marrying me. I've never been good enough for you. In fact, Tina is always accusing him of having an affair with a better woman. And each time he's like, what? But even though her husband does feel like she has let herself go since she had the kids, he still loves her, but he's sick of her always accusing him of wanting another woman. So what's really behind this? Tina doesn't like herself, and seeing her sister's accomplishments makes her feel even worse about herself. Now, she recognizes this. What she doesn't recognize is, on a conscious level, is that she regrets getting married and having children so young. She loves her kids, but she feels like this stay-at-home life has kept her from blossoming into becoming the best version of herself. And since her youngest child is nine, she feels trapped in a prison sentence of denying her own needs for the next 10 years. Tina projects this unacceptable thought onto her husband, saying that he's the one who regrets getting married. And she justifies this conclusion with his statements about her weight. No, it's not a great thing to say to her, but it's not about her weight. It's about her regrets, and she projects her regrets onto him. Now, these are made-up details that I'm using to explain projection. Going back to the viewer's question, I don't know what she's projecting, but the way she asks the question, it sounds like it may be around negative thoughts that she has about herself. More than likely, her weight is just the tip of the iceberg and one of many negative concepts that she has about herself. So the answer to the question of, how do I stop projecting when the person is reinforcing some of my insecurities is you have to work through your own negative self-talk. If you have a strong self-concept, someone's insults are hurtful, but you don't own them. They just become external attacks that you fend off. It's only when those insults penetrate your soul and become part of your thinking that you start projecting. Projecting is about what's going on in your head, not about what people say to you. And depending on how much negative self-talk you have, you may need a therapist to help you identify and process away some of these thoughts. Once you reach a higher place of self-acceptance, you won't have the need to project. And other people's comments just become noise that you can choose to give your attention or not. One last point. Psychological defense mechanisms are unconscious, meaning they are things that you do beyond your awareness. Some people will use the term subconscious, but that's really an incorrect term. Using a psychoanalytical model of the mind, the mind is split into the conscious thought, which are things that you're aware of, and unconscious thoughts, which are things that you're not aware of. I think people use subconscious because unconscious sounds like you're asleep. That unconscious is an adjective that describes being mentally unresponsive. In this case, unconscious is a noun that describes a part of the mind. Psychoanalytic and psychodynamic psychotherapy seek to make the unconscious behaviors and motivations that you have conscious so that you can change your thoughts and behaviors. The way we do that using a, psychoan- a psychodynamic approach is to ask questions about decisions that you made, reactions that you have, that tell a story that reveal why you do what you do. Here's an example, starting with the problem of emotional eating. A cognitive behavioral approach may involve examining your distorted thoughts about your body, looking at how you feel about food, or implementing mindful eating techniques to prevent you from overeating. You're trying to change your behaviors and your thoughts without looking at the root cause of your thoughts and behaviors. And there's nothing wrong with not trying to get at root cause because with CBT, cognitive behavior therapy, the focus is on the here and now and trying to change behaviors regardless of the reason for the behaviors. A psychodynamic approach could be to talk about what food meant when you were growing up or find out who in your life made you feel good about the way you looked. Through that kind of exploration, we could discover, for example,